We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Dane Moore NBA podcast brought to you by Blue Wire Podcasts. And the place to start tonight's show, uh, before we get to the Timberwolves and how they they lost to the Lakers tonight by eight, um, is with the news that DeAndre also will be out for the next four to six weeks. He's having arthroscopic surgery to remove a loose body in his left knee. Obviously, people's minds naturally, you know, are going to go to the fact that this means that the wait and see for Cat and Delo continues as it has continued for a year. But I mean, honestly, for me, my mind just goes to okay, like we've got clarity. You know, there's a clear timetable, no ambiguity, no more of this grading feeling of just being kind of caught in between this and that. And I don't know, it's just it's gonna be a run of twenty, twenty five games of of a known group. And selfishly that that's that's a lot more fun to cover. I mean, this this stuff, this these first 25, 30 games, the injuries, the COVID, it, it hasn't been fun to cover. I mean, obviously some of you know this got a little messy for me today. Uh, today was not a fun day. I just want to cover a basketball team, you know, just like you just want to watch one. I mean, we know what we signed up for when this team, investing in this team. I mean, they're, they're very clearly in year two of a rebuild. And a rebuild that has gotten messy due to a global pandemic and and some bad, you know, injury luck along the way. And and if you're someone who watches this team consistently or listens to this pos- podcast consistently, I mean, obviously, winning is not a prerequisite for your consumption. The, the Timberwolves, Timberwolves followers have been classically conditioned, you know, conditioned to to look into the future to to make the to make the present, I guess, bearable. You know, surviving this following experience is about being able to gather little nuggets along the way. You know, 
things that might be relevant when the current portion of the rebuild ends. I mean, that's been that's been survival dating back to Anthony Randolph or Nemanja Bjelica. That you know that process that that coping mechanism and it hasn't it hasn't been able to happen the majority of the season. I mean, just watching an imbalanced roster of players playing a style of play that clearly doesn't fit them. I mean, that just washed away those nuggets. You know, particularly when we didn't know who was going to play. We couldn't pick through the rubble and say, hey, here's something. You know, with D'Lo out and Cat in, that can happen now. Is that a low bar? Sure. But if you haven't adjusted your bar to like a low-hanging curve by this point of your following, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. What is happening? What is going to happen now through this lens, right? Is that that Carl Anthony Towns is playing and and as we talked about in the last episode, with Cat, you know, comes a balance. The everything makes more sense. There's a there's a there's a competence to what is happening on the floor that that, that makes it relevant. I mean, the roster still has holes, many, but what transpires next, you know, for good or for bad, is now relevant in a game, right? Like that wasn't the case when D'Lo was in and Cat was out. And yeah, I, I want to see the Cat and D'Lo pairing as much as the next guy. But but now I also want to see a team where Anthony Edwards is the team's primary playmaker. I mean, th- that was a blast tonight. You know, I want to see what Cat looks like next to Jared Vanderbilt, a classic power forward. You know, when was the last time we saw that? I, I want to see a game where an opponent needs to pick their poison between Malik Beasley and town space into the weak side. I mean, I, I want to see those things because they're relevant to the big picture. And there's a there's a real possibility that it becomes clear that the Wolves have a potent enough offense between Towns, Edwards, and Beasley, so much that D'Lo looks like he should be the third or fourth option when he gets back. I mean, that's in play here. Like, let's let's be real. I mean, the Wolves weren't going anywhere if Cat and D'Lo were their clear-cut numbers one and two. That can be true, and and we could still have been itching to see those two play together. But but we've known all along this that, that this team needs more than that. We don't we don't need to see Cat and D'Lo play together to know for a fact that if this team wants to be a contender, that they need a third star. I mean that's that's life in the NBA right now, and that's why the conversations always went to trading for that star. How do the Wolves get Bradley Beal or Ben Simmons? or Devin Booker, or whoever, whatever. The, the conversation always went there because they had to. You know, Cat and D'Lo being enough, that that that's always been wishful thinking. You know, like... But the other part of the third star conversation, you know, tucked away outside of the trade machine, has always been the possibility that Anthony Edwards is that star. Well, I mean, now we get to see if that can be true. If D'Lo is out six weeks because... I mean, I think we're all betting on the back end of that timetable. I mean, if it's six weeks, that's going to be 21 more games without D'Lo. That's already been four. And game, you know, game one tonight after the news, well, Anthony Edwards, he looked like he can be a damn star in this league. I mean, he had 28 tonight. He shot five of 10 from two, five of 10 from three. And he did so clearly as the Wolves' number one option against the defending champs. It was a loss, but... It, he did. I mean, Cat has now been back for four games. D'Lo hasn't played in any of those games. And Edwards is averaging in those four games 20 points, six boards, and three assists per game. 
And he's doing that while shooting 57% from two and 32% from three. That's a 20-point-a-game 20 score on high volume and solid efficiency. And that's the first four games. I mean, yeah, it sucks. There's no D-low. But, I mean, only kind of. <laughs> like, I, I can't undersell this. D'Angelo Russell being out is going to do worlds of good for Anthony Edwards' development as a playmaker. And he's already a good playmaker. Like, yeah, Ricky Rubio is out there, but, I mean, Edwards has clearly become the team's point guard. Watch the, watch the game. Who's bringing the ball up the floor? Who's initiating the action? It's Edwards. He's the point guard. And he looks like he might be awesome at it. That would not happen if D'Lo was out there. It didn't happen when D'Lo was out there. I mean, we remember the end of that Spurs game that they blew in the fourth quarter. Ant didn't get a single touch. It was D'Lo and Nas pick and roll every possession. I mean, here's the thing. Ant has never been an off-ball guy. If you watched a single Georgia game last year, this was abundantly clear. Yeah, I mean, you can square peg him into the corner of an off, as an off-ball guy, but, but if you do that, that ant magic, it dies. It's dead. I mean, we're going to learn that. We're going to realize over the next 20 games that ant can never be a tertiary ball handling option. Like, D'Lo's going to come back. Sure. And we're going to want to see Cat and D'Lo pick and roll, but what Edwards is... What Edwards does these next six weeks is going to scream, do not forget about me. I mean, he's here. Whatever that delay was that we kept talking about, you know, the draft got pushed back, there's no summer league, there's no training camp, all that, that's over. I mean, it's time. It's his time. And that will be the nugget that those of us still watching these games will find to be, to be obviously true when we're parsing through it. And yeah, they lost this game. You know, I don't want to do too much crowning of the kid. I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about big picture here. But this game hinted at what the big picture could look like. Cat and Beasley couldn't get going, so Ant took over. He made three fourth-quarter threes and scored 10 points in the last eight minutes. You know, tonight, the game said score, and Anthony Edwards, he did. And, and you've always said that when the ball is in your hands, you look to get your teammates involved as well. How do you kind of walk that line down the stretch when you have it going about, you know, when you're looking to get your shot, when you're looking to get others involved and, 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 or, or hit the open teammate, how, how do you kind of make those decisions in your head as it goes? Uh, I just tell my teammates, trust me, uh, cause I am a willing passer. Like no matter what, no matter if I'm hot or not, I'm still a will willing passer. So I just tell them, trust me, stay ready. Like don't ever think, oh, I can shoot. Like, it's never that. It's, Ant's going to make the right play for the team, the team's sake, I feel like. And I just try to, you know, keep that uh, in, in, their, in the back of their minds as much as we're on the court. I think it's very fair to take Ant at his word there. I mean, the Lakers were loaded up on Cat, and Beasley wasn't having a good game. Tonight, Edwards took what the game told him to take in the fourth. And his teammates were on board with it. Now, was it a good thing that Cat didn't take a single shot in the fourth? Of course not. That's got to change. But that's not just on Ant. That, that's on designing actions for Cat. And that's on Cat asserting himself. Cat said as much after the game. But he, but he also noted that Ant was rolling. I mean, he, he pointed out that Ant isn't doing something wrong by not getting him involved because of what he was doing himself. It's, it's just abundantly clear that if you listen to Ant's teammates talk about him, not just Cat, but all of his teammates, they like playing with Ant. I mean, Ricky Rubio seems to have particularly taken a liking to to Ant, not only as not only as a player, but in how Ant carries himself. 
and how he carried himself through a year where, you know, where Ant was asked to be patient. And when Ant was hitting those threes in the fourth, you were beaming. Uh, what is it about his success that brings everybody else so much joy? Uh, there's certain people who are a joy to be around. And, uh, you know, they deserve to have that moment. And for a number one pick, come to a team and coming off the bench, uh, didn't say a word, he kept working, uh, starring, uh, didn't get many shots because other guys were like demanding the ball, didn't say a word, he kept working. Uh, he didn't put any excuses on anybody. And uh, now his time is, is, is up and he show up big. And when that happened, uh, you just have to be happy for for the way he has been patient. I think uh, we don't realize how frustrating it is sometimes when you know you better than than what you're doing and uh, keep your spirit up. And it's it, either you have it or not. And uh, you just can't go to the locker room and beach around and, and talk. Uh, oh, it's not my fault. He didn't. He never say a word of when we were losing, oh, pinpoint, that it's easy to do, especially in the young guys, with the hype that he had, uh, number one pick, I deserve better, I deserve to have a better situation, whatever it is. He didn't say a word about that. He kept working, uh, coming to every practice with a smile on his face, uh, being kind of like cocky, but in a, in a good way. I don't want to get it in the wrong way. My English is not that good to find another words, but... Uh, uh, Kind of, you happy for him to have that type of game. Ricky Rubio is going to be a really important character in this next chapter. And obviously, if you've watched the Wolves game this year, you pull up basketball reference, you know, you know Rubio has not played well this season. But this is literally what Rubio was brought here for, to help Ant. You know, what Rubio did with Donovan Mitchell in Utah is what is supposed to happen now. And now with D'Lo out of the way, for 20 games, I mean, it's time to see if he can. I want to get into that with Rubio, but first we'll take a quick break. What's up, everybody? We have something to tell you about here at Blue Wire, and that is that we love sports betting. And whether you've been betting for a while or you're thinking about getting started, we want to let you know uh, great resources for sports bettors, and that's the Action Network. The Action Network is where sports fans go to bet smarter and experience real financial gains. In fact, their Action Network app was recently named the best app in sports betting. And with an Action Network Pro subscription, you can unlock the very best of the app. When you sign up for an Action Pro, Action Network Pro subscription, you can access the Pro Report, which includes expert projections for every game. You can see money and bet percentages on every game. You can see the teams professional gamblers are betting on. You can take advantage of pro systems, which match winning historical betting trends with the latest games and lines. You can track every bet you make and get alerts in real time. So if you're looking to bet smarter, an Action Network Pro subscription is the way to get started. And for a limited time, our listeners can receive 50% off an annual pro subscription. Just go to actionnetwork.com and receive 50% off an annual subscription when you use the code MORE50, M-O-O-R-E-5-0. This offer won't last, so go to actionnetwork.com to sign up for a pro subscription 
and use promo code MORE50 to receive 50% off and start betting smarter today. From a basketball standpoint, Rubio isn't going to get in the way with Ant. I mean, and that's a that's a critical ingredient to Ant beginning to pursue his ceiling of being a Dwayne Wade type player. I mean, there's a reason the Miami Heat went with Mario Chalmers or freaking Carlos Arroyo next to Wade in Miami. I mean, a player like Wade, who is going to play make, needs to be playing next to a point guard who's going to let him do that. If Ant is going to be the primary pick and roll ball handler, well then the point guard can't be the primary guy. I mean, and D'Lo would have been that. We're going to get to see what Ant looks like running 10-plus pick-and-rolls a game these next six weeks. And it's going to be 10-plus pick-and-rolls next to Cat. That's the key difference here. There's a reason Edwards is shooting nearly 60% from two with Cat in the lineup. Just as there was a reason he was shooting 40% from two when Cat was out. The lane is open. I mean, the opposing center can't just sag off of Ed Davis and wait around the rim. That's why Edwards kept getting blocked by Jared Allen or Chris Porzingis. Those guys are going to be guarding Cat now. If they want to wait at the rim for Ant, well, then it's Cat rain dance from deep. I mean, and that's the, that's the difference between the potential for Edwards and what D'Lo is. D'Lo has never been a player who could put pressure on the rim. It's not his game. It's not his skill set. Ant does play with the force that Dwayne Wade played with. We already see that. And because of that, he has the potential to be the playmaker out of the pick and roll that Dwayne Wade was. How much time have you spent watching film, maybe even of others, uh, running pick and rolls just to see what you can do out of that action? Uh, I watch Dwayne Wade a lot uh, due to uh, how he just, um, I think Kobe once said he disappears on the ball screen, you know. (laughs) So I I watch him a lot to try to – mimic what he does on the ball screen. So if they jumping out, I, I try to split screens as much as possible if they jump out. Um, um, and just, I just watch him a lot. That's the only person I watch on ball screens because he's just, he dynamic, uh, again, downhill, uh, not settling. Um, and just, he's just one of the greatest shooting guards that ever play the game. And I feel like if I can mimic him, then I can become the same. So I watch him a lot. Now, I, I don't want to get too carried away with Edwards' praise here. I want to make it clear that I'm talking about potential. He's not a made product. He's not Dwayne Wade, nowhere near. But we're seeing we're seeing more than flashes now. It's not just dunks. You know, sometimes, actually most of the time, change happens in the midst of noise, right? Like, we often don't realize change until it's already happened. We look back and go, oh, yeah, that's when that started happening. It's, it sounds crazy now, but I remember like 15 games into Cats' rookie season. There were a few games that made you go, like, are we sure Cat's not the best player on this team right now? And we're like, nah. Like, Wiggins just run rookie of the year. He scored 20 a game as a rookie. And it was only going to go up from there for Wiggins. It felt, in that moment, it felt unreasonable to say, you know, Cat's going to be the better of those two young players. It did. But 20 games later, it was blatantly obvious. It was Cat's show. It was Cat's team. The plan changed. There was a... There was a new path. It was the it was the cat window. And I obviously have no way of knowing what exactly is going to play out with Ant. You know, so many things so many things have yet to be written. I mean, so many changes to this to this team and the organization are going to come over the rest of the season or the next few years, whatever. But talent talent always wins out in this league and teams adjust accordingly to what their talent is. 
know, 20 games from now, it might be blatantly obvious that Anthony Edwards is clearly better than D'Angelo Russell. Now, that's its own whole own pan. It's a Pandora's box, right? But over time, talent wins out. I mean, Cat is the most talented player on this team. But it's about time. You know, Cat doesn't have the time that Anthony Edwards does. Edwards is in year one of his rookie deal, which means that if he is good, that he will be under contract for eight years beyond this season. That's how the NBA works. You're on your rookie deal for four years, and then if you're good enough, you're signed to a five-year max contract. I mean, look around. That's how it goes. That's that, And if that's Edwards, that's eight more years beyond this one. And if you consider that time against Delo's timetable, I mean, Delo's year is all but lost. So he functionally has two years left under contract. And with Cat, Cat has three. Obviously, Cat is an immense talent that you want to keep on your team for as long as possible. But he's six years into his nine years. And, I mean, straight up, the Wolves have kind of bungled those six years. I mean, the vast majority of the time, look around. If you look at other players of Cat's caliber that are on Cat's contract, they leave before they finish those nine years. The expectation is the Anthony Davis path. The Giannis path is a possibility, but it's a rare exception. And and with that, you know, I mean, Cat just probably isn't long for this franchise. That's just math. Look around the league at the best players in the league. Make a list of them. The vast majority of them left the team that drafted them when they were 26 or 27. Now, that'll be Cat's decision. I'm not saying anything set in stone. Obviously, he's going to have to, if he wants that, he would need to push for it. But what I'm saying is that that's historically a decision that players like him make. Right now, I mean, this might just be the beginning. This might be the beginning of the Wolves moving into something else. Or tonight at least hints at the possibility that there's another window out there, a window that that doesn't have Cat in it. And, and I think as a follower of this team, as someone who has been classically trained to look forward beyond this team's current iteration and out to the next window, as we all have. I'm just saying that there's something else out there. And that something else has a hell of a lot to do with Anthony Edwards. And I think it's something to start considering. We always talk about, you know, quote, air quotes, the next good Wolves team. Well, maybe the next good Timberwolves team, that team we all put our fake GM hats on to talk about, you know, maybe Anthony Edwards is the best player on that team. Maybe the cat window is beginning to close. You know, like I said, those things happen. And we often don't realize it until they smack us in the face. We don't realize change is happening until it's happened, until Jimmy Butler is sitting down on ESPN with Rachel Nichols. But there's always breadcrumbs along the way. You know, piles of little circumstance that lead things towards going in another direction. My gut tells me that this D'Lo surgery, you know, functionally deleting this season for he and Cat is a pretty big breadcrumb. You know, it's it's got me thinking about what happens along the trail next. And for the first time tonight, I'm I'm putting some thought into what with I mean just with that I'm thinking about what an Edwards led team might look like. Not just these next six weeks, but for the long haul. That's what we gotta do. I mean fans outlast coaches and GMs and players. We're all going to be here four years from now. And I think Anthony Edwards will be too. <laughs> the odds are more likely that he will be than anyone else. 
you know, Edwards plus whatever Cat is traded for isn't a bad future if that happens. Look what the Pelicans got for Anthony Davis. Look what the Thunder got for Paul George. Look at what the Rockets just got for James Harden. You add that to what you already have in Anthony Edwards, that's something. And then you got a 40% chance of Kate Cunningham or Jalen Suggs this, this summer. I mean, I don't know. I know people don't want to look. They don't want to wait. They don't want to wait any longer. I'm just saying if we have to, this might not be the worst thing to wait on. Now, we got to make sure the team stays in Minnesota. But it's something to wait for. That's all I got for tonight. We'll talk more basketball-specific things after tomorrow night's game against Indiana. And I'll also be back on Thursday to run this all by Britt Robson. But I'm just telling you, this is what I'm thinking about on the day that the day that D'Lo got shut down because, shit, it's real. And it sure as hell beats the alternative of moping about Cat and D'Lo having played five games together. I mean, that's just the truth. That's just the reality of this situation. Like, they're not playing together. I will talk to you all tomorrow night. Until then, I'm Dane. Peace out. How I'm feeling, man, I hope it never stops, yeah. Green it hard so you can find me in the crowd, yeah.